Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle Podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey, it's Alex, and I'm here with Timmy from Daily Business Hustle. Welcome, Timmy. And today we're going to talk about? about how to maximize your time every single day to make your business more successful, to make your life more productive, more fun, less stressful, and so you live longer and don't die of a heart attack at the age of 34. So welcome, Timmy. I, I guess uh, Timmy is the perfect person to talk about uh, to about this because what have you been doing for the past 12 months in your business, Timmy? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so... so. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you burn out. Um, so sometimes I'm sort of like inconsistently uh, like working 16 hours per day or 18 hours per day and not needing to sleep. And um, and it and you don't really see how that affects the negative, uh, how it negatively affects your your personal life and uh, and how that actually indirectly affects business because. Um, you know, you're just not able to um, do the things that you need to do, like going out, like doing sports, like going to the gym, and like actually moving your body and um, eating good food and like doing all that stuff that you need to do that you can kind of um, survive on if you don't do all that stuff for a little while. Um, but, you know, your business is going to suffer in the end. I guess I guess what you did, Timmy, is work like sixteen hours a day, and you just ignored lots of other stuff. Uh, most importantly, yeah, sleep, right. Yeah, and then you kind of you can delude yourself saying like, "Oh, I hustle and I don't need all that stuff," but then it, it'll just like kind of come in. It kind of sneaks in through the back door, like um, maybe like even like depression symptoms and like things that you're not even aware that are you're causing because you're not like feeding your fucking body like actual food and getting sleep and uh, like moving around and, and you know, getting girls and, and stuff like that. So that, uh, so you'll, you might, some entrepreneurs I know get confused because they think they need to work so hard. But um, I found that the solution is definitely to cap yourself at, you know, 10 hours max, maybe even 12 on, on you know, on more, um, more danger days, you know, when you need a little bit more done. But when you're you're aiming for uh, uh, for me, it's nine hours now, um, and I'm laser focused. The other thing is, um, I found out when uh, me and another mastermind member were living together. Um, you guys when, were crazy. When we you, weren't, you, were, you were doing really fucked up <laughs> shit, by the way. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we were, and it was fantastic. And I'm uh, gonna be moving in, as you know, with uh, another mastermind member, in Columbia, in a couple of days. Um, but we were talking yesterday and we were saying, look, you know, we need to avoid bullshit where the situation that I had um, a few months back was we didn't have like set planned um, like, okay, at 6.30 p.m. every day, like we're done, like no more Skype, no more work, like everything's muted and like we must go to the gym and we must go like, that's it. Like we didn't have that. And we were just like, okay, like, we'll, we'll maybe go out once per week, and we're just working all the time. And that created a situation where, like, sitting in front of our computers, like, 14 hours plus per day, and, like, 
it's you you're you're like still on tinder for like <laughs> an tinder. hour a day and it's just like intermittently i'm not, I'm not but okay in that that okay but sometimes you know if you're not like planning to go out on your certain nights of the week that is, i'm saying stuff like that is where like it can kind of just break into your productivity mm-hmm. um at least for us so um being more um diligent about like those those like tasks and and pushing them out of the way and really just um uh batching things uh like that and then batching work is um to me way more effective 100% working or 0% working uh, that's what i found to work better so basically what i believe in is creating your life where most of the stuff just comes to you so for example there's a you know, you can wake up, generate a list of phone numbers and start cold calling them, which is like the old school way of uh, running a business. Uh, or you can create content on a regular basis where people come to you and it generally tends to be the right type of people. And it's uh, relatively speaking easier to run your business, less stressful because you almost automatically attract the right type of people. And what I believe is you can apply this to the rest of your life. So... If you live right around the corner from the gym, are you going to be more or less likely to go to the gym as opposed to having to drive a car for 45 minutes to get to the gym or three hours? I know someone drives three hours to get to the gym in another country. Oh. It's fucking crazy, but he does it. The guy's ripped. Like the guy, he spends so many hours on the gym. It's incredible, but he's ripped. But his whole life revolves around the gym. He can't, like, he can't stop himself because uh, oh. it's like this deep ingrained habit. But it's also such a waste of time, in my opinion. So, my, in my opinion, like minimize time and mix, maximize output and make everything like inbound. So, or similar mindset, if that makes any sense. So, for example, you mentioned girls. Like, oh, you're traveling, you want to get girls. Well, where are girls that actually want to meet you? Which countries have girls who actually want to meet you? You know. If you're an entrepreneur and you don't have much time to go and socialize for 15 hours a week and then maybe once per week you meet a girl that you could talk to for longer than 20 minutes and everyone's like, oh, I'm drunk, I'm on drugs, get the fuck out of here, whatever. And then this one girl is like kind of normal. You're like, okay, I could talk to her for 40 minutes and maybe maybe we'll go on a date or whatever you want to call it, right? Whereas if you travel to the right places and you know you hang out with the right people and you do the right things – you spend maybe four hours a week on this type of social activity, and you still yeah. get the same value out of it, the same fucking value. And you can spend more time on business or on sports and relationships with family members uh, and so on. And see, like this max uh, maximizing the value that you get per hour in business and everywhere else is extremely powerful. What are some? Yeah. What are, what are some things that you're doing to maximize that, Timmy? Yeah, well, one of the biggest things, really, and I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited to to know this now. It's like, really, um, I I'll call it batching again, but really hyper focusing on batching and batching. For, what do you mean batching? Ma- bat batching, b a t c h i n g. What do you mean by so batching? So gr- grouping um, types of tasks uh, based on based on what I'm doing. So, so for example, um, Wednesday, in my, 
in my week is is I anchor my week by um, focusing on processes in my company and innovation in my company. Yeah. For seven hours of that day, so it's a huge block of time where I'm only doing that, and this means that I'm 100% insulated from notifications electronically and physically, um, and that's all I'm thinking about. So I'm 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 focused in that zone for then. So to break, so then I might break that up and go for a quick break, um, and then get into the the rest of my day, which is maybe two or three hours um, of calls, sales calls. But it's a block of time where I'm going to do sales calls. Um, and then for the rest of the week, it's the same way. I separate communications with my my team and my people in an hour chunk or two hour chunks. And I make sure that I'm not just um, being reactionary in the uh, steps and the actions that I'm taking during my day. Um, and I'm controlling it. And I'm controlling it based on the, the type of uh, work, whether it's like talking to people, talking to new people, or talking to my team, or doing things on my own where I need 100% um, uh, like silence and just be, be on my own because um, I'm really hypersensitive to, I think most people are and they don't realize it, but hypersensitive to uh, distractions. Like if I'm doing some, some really uh, introvert like are are you are you natural introvert work. or outro, uh, extrovert? Not extrovert because they think this that word. Are you extrovert? <laughs> I'm uh, naturally introvert, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna. Uh, what are you? I'm gonna say introvert. Uh, no, no, na- uh, naturally extrovert. Uh, I could just be oh. in a like a large room with like two hundred people. Um. Depending on what we're doing, but generally speaking, I, I have more energy and less energy. Like if someone's sitting next to me, oh. I get more work done. So interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm the opposite. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a different thing. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like there's benefits and advantages to both of them. So yeah, for sure. So um, let's see. So what are some of the things that we do? I'm just looking at a whiteboard with notes. <laughs> I'm yeah. not cheating, guys. <laughs> it's just a whiteboard with notes. You know, there there it is. Doesn't that look pretty, actually? Looks so pretty. That looks cool. Yeah. So it's a whiteboard with notes. It says, um, what are some of the things that we do that that are life hacks that limits the amount of time that we spend on bullshit? I guess I could start with this. I have, I have a lot of these. Uh, I don't even know if I can list all of them. There's so many of them. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to get started, in the morning, an assistant arrives at my door, and she rings the door when I need to wake up. And I'm like, oh, oh who is this? Oh. Oh, it's you, yeah. Same, same person has been coming to my door every day for two months. Yeah, I know you are <laughs> like that because I, you don't want to meet me in the morning. I'm, I'm not even a functioning human being, so I just sit there like this, like a zombie, like, like just passed out in a couch. And she brings me like green smoothies, like very healthy breakfast and everything, and it, like slowly wakes me up. I drink that, uh, eat that. How long is that, what? by the way? How, how long, long is that process for you? For me, it's like two hours or, or maybe one to two hours. Oh, it's it's 45 minutes, you know, like a uh, green smoothie okay. and may, yeah, the green smoothie just does most of the work, you know, green That's smoothie, true. Okay. spinach. Oh, it's still yeah. hot. The tea's still hot. I'm so lucky. I have an iron kettle. The iron kettle keeps the tea hot for hours. So, well, not hours. Science. I would say like two hours. So, yeah, that is hours. 
so basically um that process yet to i guess an hour uh max right so that means that i, I only lose this one hour you could say per day but i don't consider it loss it's just like i need that like i need to relax sometimes during the day right i need to like meet up with friends sometimes during the day or during the week in terms of friends I don't but, the, but this goes along with our yeah. with the theme of our conversation. Yes. Like I used to wake up and like, oh shit, I have a sales call in one minute. <laughs> I'm I just have a sales like, call five minutes ago. Oh my <laughs> god, I skipped the sales call. Oh my god, yeah. I have 15 sales calls today. Holy shit, it's 4 a.m. I need to wake up and do a sales call. That's and it's Alexander like, uh, 2014. Uh, uh, hello, uh, is John there? Oh, and then she's like retarded. Is it? And yeah. it doesn't, and, it's and, not good and, for and long term. When you're talking to successful business owners who are not losers, they're like, what the fuck? They're like, bro, relax. What, are you so, what is this shit? Just relax. Yeah. Let's just do this $100,000 project. Let's make millions of dollars. Why are you so fucking stressed about it? That's, that's like rich people. Yeah. I shouldn't say, I hate the word. I heard, I hate that phrase. Sorry. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say rich people, people. That's people who don't suck, okay? That's a different yeah, term. Yeah, people with term? not. What? People with not not the money, like people no, are people, aren't. They don't. Broke. You don't need a lot of money for this. You don't need. You really like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just people, people who are, not are on their path to making a lot of money, or are already yeah. making a lot of money. Yeah. That's and and, and not fucking well. crazy. Not like just like normal. Like normal. I I also don't like the word normal. I should I should look. I should be more careful what words I use. Uh, just like. Uh, a little bit more laid nah. back, yet more successful than average entrepreneurs. That's what I would say. Like, you know, my mentor, you've, you've talked to him now, right? So he's yeah. like, he, oh, I just run a $100 million business. I work eight hours yeah, a day. People think, people think those people are, are uh, elusive. They're not. They just don't talk to them. It, it is a little bit yeah. tricky, though. Like, you, it, it's a little bit tricky talking to them. You know, you, you, you need to know what's going on in their mind to talk to them. And it's not what's going yeah, on in your mind, and it's not what's going on in my mind. It's totally <laughs> different. It's like a different type of person, and most people would would just fail miserably because their their frame is very strong, very strong frame. Yeah. E- even if they're not like flying through the air and throwing billions of dollars everywhere, you know, that's not what they're like. But they're just kind of normal people. But uh, their natural uh, behavior is to make you into an employee and work for them. And, you know, that's what they do with everyone. All the people they know yeah. are, are all working for them. And they're like, yes, you're so awesome. And, you know, that's the way it is. It's not like they have the huge ego or anything like that. I, I haven't found that very, very successful people have a huge ego. It's just that they they automatically behave in, like, a more dominant way and, and have, like... But, but I, I feel from uh, learning social skills for the past nine years that I'm able to deal with that. Is that still on topic to me? Do we need to talk about this in the video? <laughs> That's cool. I um, I have a, a few on maybe one hand um, of those experiences with, with people who have, you know, millions of dollars. Um, and yet, it's almost like a unique quality. Well, maybe it just seems unique. Yeah, they're they're steadfast on what they're doing, and yeah. and like I can't blame them. Like maybe I'm like a half a percent of the way there, and understanding what why they're thinking like that in terms of you know if if you do that for twenty years and and you're 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 hashtag winning, 
like, <laughs> um, why, why, why the fuck would you, like, why the fuck wouldn't you have, like, a rock-solid frame and just be, like, because I can't imagine, like, like, it, it, it gets, there's less and less people, the, you know, the, the more you go up the ladder of success, uh, you know, however you define that, but, um, so there's going to be less people that are, I guess, on your level. But even though you, you, you'll be, I don't know about that. But then you also you're also uh, interacting with those people more. But um, I guess just by sheer numbers, most of the people that you you'll talk to were kind of like on the entrepreneur's journey from the beginning. Like even even at that beginning point, people are um, feeling that uh, kind of black sheep feeling, mm-hmm. um, depending on their surroundings. But uh, I mean, I made a that video feeling about probably that. just. I I just edited the oh, video yeah. about, about, about that's really funny. Yeah, go ahead. But go oh, ahead. okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say. But I mean, I guess um, from talking to these people, I guess it, it, that feeling only just continues, and the only way for survival, kind of like in the wild, is just to continue being more alpha. <laughs> so when you're new, you got to deal deal with the brunt of that from, and you're like, what the fuck? From when you're on the like sales side and you're trying to sell to that guy, you're like, whoa. Uh, you just slowly get used to it and hopefully become that. <laughs> um, in terms of becoming that, hmm, I, I guess, I mean, obviously the traditional way of thinking about it is it comes with time, but it also comes with complete belief that you deserve it. Like, I'm going to work harder than most people. doesn't mean like yeah. 17 hours a day or 18 hours a day. That's not working hard. Correct. Like working hard, in my definition, my personal definition that probably no one else uses is working hard is uh, are you getting results and are the results top tier? If not, you're not working hard. You're just like doing mostly busy work. That's my opinion of like if someone works 18 hours a day and after six months, he makes like $4,000 a month. I'm like, okay, well, okay, you must have been watching Pornhub half of the time because that's the only explanation that I have. Right, or like pl- playing, yeah, playing World of Warcraft or whatever the fuck it is they're doing. But uh, <laughs> anyway, what was even the topic we were talking about originally? Huh? Uh, <laughs> how we can hack our lives to be more productive. So basically, yeah, what I found is very successful people. Um. They tend to not allow stress from other people. For anyone they hire, anyone they work with, they don't allow the stress to enter their lives, to affect them too much. So if someone has a good solution, but they need my input every five minutes, I don't care. Like, I don't care how good the solution is. I don't care if it's the cure for world hunger. If you have to harass me every five minutes and get an answer from me every five minutes and, like, make me stressed, then I'm not going to work with you. I'm going to go and work with a guy who has like a slightly worse solution but leaves me the fuck alone that that's kind of the mindset that i'm coming from right now is uh when i work with people i make sure that i work with people who leave me alone and just get work done as much as possible and i'm i gladly pay premium like you want more money for it P- please take it i don't yeah. care but don't fucking talk to me i don't want to fucking talk to you that's that's kind of where i'm coming from in terms of uh hiring people so it's another kind of yeah my hack yeah, that's that's actually a really good one that no one talks about, um, especially in this space. Beliefs, I guess. You know. Yeah, go ahead. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I've been like 
unconsciously um, making that better lately. It's like anytime like a huge like um, if I ever am feeling like it's huge feeling in my gut like at, where it's like oh shit and it's like takes on a lot of like mental energy. I'm like wait what is this shit worth it? Because this is really pushing me off of like um, off of my game to focus on everything else and um, it. it it's good because it, we get topics to talk about on the stream. Yeah. Like uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, like, I was like, yeah. Or we talked about the, the ideal client a couple weeks ago, right? Um, and that is, like, born from realizing, whoa, like, it's not worth <laughs> working with shitty clients no matter how much they pay. Um, and it forces you to just, you know, standardize your product and standardize your, your avatar. But, um, yeah, I'm just... Lately, I'm just like, just, just smooth, man. And if and no one can, at least they can try, but um, I don't let anybody, I try to not let anybody fucking move me, no matter who it is. Um, but it, it, it's hard, though, because even inside the mastermind where, um, and uh, coaching guys, sometimes <laughs> we ha we're having to, um, and, and being emotionally com committed, uh, to the community, it's like it's hard to. Um, this is kind of off topic, but um, but it's, it could be the same in, in someone's company when you're like when something comes up and you're you're committed to it and you're passionate about the the, the end result to not get like super um, emotional and, and and angry about stuff. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. still trying to figure out that. How, how do you manage that? Like, how do I manage um, not getting angry? Um, at like quote unquote problems, but it's not really problems, just like stuff that comes up that is kind of part of the game. Well, half the time I just say, okay, I'll think about it and just like not do anything about it for like one day or two days. And mm. most likely after a day or two, because I will follow up with it. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm going to add it to my calendar or something. So I follow up with it. Uh, if I feel like a little bit stressed, Add it to my calendar. If I don't feel stressed, I just remember to think about it for a whole 24 hours. And after that, I, mm. I, I usually after 24 hours, just wake up. I'm like, oh, I had to think about this. Uh, okay, here's the answer. And it's usually it's pretty fucking good because I thought about it for a yeah. whole 24 hours. Yeah, that's uh, interesting because, because I think because you know we're this is the type of this is not process thinking. Uh, this is like creative thinking and kind yeah. of a leadership role. I believe that so it's 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 like a decision making skill that you're practicing, like not getting angry at people and still coming to the right conclusion and doing the right thing for your business is a decision making skill, and yeah, not reacting on quick easy emotions is uh part of learning this skill in my opinion. Yeah, in the past I've mismanaged that in terms of like, um not giving stuff like that enough time and then like trying to even like avoid that um the like the pain of having to make those decisions or like get you know giving them the um letting them properly germinate like you're saying for 24 hours or you know sleep on it and then just like making a wrong decision and a perfect example so yeah. people can really like grasp what we're talking about is like um and everybody gets this wrong. Is like communicating with 
um, prospects or clients via text. Why why do people do that? Like that's it's just like yeah, I want to avoid bad feelings by talking to them on the phone, so I'm gonna just go back and forth with the text. A, it's super unproductive. B, it's like super abrasive if there's any um, if there's any like uh, touchy stuff to deal with. Like just yesterday, um, I had a client and out of the blue, he he's like, yo man, my investor backed out and I'm like really fucked for this project. And he's like, I, I'm like losing confidence because now I just doubled my, my risk. Um, now I'm taking all the risk. And, you know, he emailed me saying like, uh, he left me a voicemail. He's like, oh, we need to talk. And and then I said, yeah, what's up? And I just emailed him saying, just write in the email. I'm really busy this week, but, but you know, what's up? He didn't what, what, say what? that, right? He said that. What? Write me an email. He said that, right? Yeah, he said, write me an email if you get this. Ooh. Let me an email. Write me an email if you get Ooh, this. Okay, yeah. And I responded back. Yeah. What? what what's? What's going? On? But we have a. He has a project manager, so he knows like the the way we do the project. Um. So I'm kind of just behind the scenes. But he he's, he mentioned something that was a little like you know um flag went off in my head like oh shit something's bad, and so I got him on the phone. And it was way different, like the text that the text communication that went, and even my my thought process of okay, yeah, let me text, schedule this text, call twenty. The text communication was like, this is done, this is over, this is going to be a uh, uh, Armageddon, and you get on a phone call with him, and it's actually not so bad, and you can resolve most of the issues. Is that how it went? It's well, it's like you read what they say, um, and and even the voice might hear the tone that oh shit, sounds like Armageddon is happening for him, and which it's going to fuck me, right? Yeah. Um, and then you read the email, and it's interesting because when you read email when the other person's not present, it's very easy to have, like, negative emotions, right? Because you, your mind immediately goes, oh, fuck, this is a time investment, which I'm not going to really get immediate reward. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, like, in my head, all right, let's post this for 24 hours later. Let's call him. Let's schedule a call in 24 hours. Tell him, you know, and I'm not going to just take care of this right now and call yeah. him because I'll probably yell at him. And yes. even when I'm reading the email back and reading the email back and like planning what I'm going to say and writing notes, I write 10 bullet points. And even the bullet points, it's almost like writing, an, writing a letter and not sending it, writing an angry letter and not sending it. I'm taking those notes. And in my notes, it's like if he says this, like what the fuck, like, and I'm writing like to myself kind of like what the fuck, like this is bullshit, this is not what we agreed about, this is not what we talked about, and there's 10 lines of, like, if I wrote that email, he would just be like, whoa, fuck off. Like, I'm out of here. But when he get on the call, I'm like, you know, it's empathetic. Hey, you know, what's going on? And I've had time to think about it. And the it's, instant reaction and it's like this, to Yeah, it's problems. like this reaction to problems. Instant, instant reaction to problems as instant. opposed to, uh, like, misinterpretation of what's going on and then, like, angry yeah. emails based on emotions. Instead, instant reaction to their problems to help them resolve their problems instead of you having to resolve your bad emotions by like writing a bad email. Yeah. Because you're not you're not it's gonna harder, actually way harder. It, it, it's it's like unlikely you're gonna get angry at a, a, a very good client via phone, and it's more likely you're gonna yeah. come up with the right response because you've been trained for a, uh, over a year in how to 
do calls with clients by doing sales calls, where if you get angry on a sales call, you're going to lose the sale. So I think it's like very powerful, actually, that 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 the whole process of what you're talking about. Yeah, the end result was we talked for about only 20, 25 minutes, and I he did a total 180, and um, I reassured him about what we were doing, and um, it was all like uh, it was like a team effort. Uh, I really recommend that book that you told me to read uh, about a year back. Um, Difficult Conversations, oh, I think yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That, I that, learned that, that from book, there. That book, you can resolve like world conflicts with that book. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Like, you, you read about it's how great. to resolve world conflicts, that book kind of explains it so. Yeah, because it's it was I'm constantly aware of that. Like it's like ingrained in my uh, software now. What, my what mind's are, like. What are, the, what are the top three things that are you're aware of based or that you implemented based on this book? In case someone, yeah, someone so wants to the, read the whole book. Sure. Um, what, so already what we talked about about text versus phone, like on text, it's way easier to like throw a mental grenade at somebody um, instead of, you know, if you, because it's text, they're, like I said, they're not present um, when you're responding. It's just way easier to just be like, well, fuck this. Um, and, you know, you're not really considering that if they were there, you wouldn't fucking say that. So it, so it's, 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 so that's why it's like way, it's just more risky and um, it's way better to just get them on the phone, even if that is kind of harder. You need to um, like man up and do it. Um, the second thing is um, that it's, no matter what has happened previously, um, when you're on the call with them, or even even in email as well, if you have to email them um, to, to write down bullet points or you know you're, you're, you want to do it for legal or contractual reasons, right? Um, it's not a, it's, they're not the problem and you're not the problem. The problem is a problem. Um, and your, your mindset and your like goal is to get to a solution. Um, not to like place blame because actually when you actually analyze any arguments you've had in the past or, or problems with, with business and clients or, or work in general, like people are usually, they're usually like assigning blame to another or um, defending themselves from blame because it's like a, a fragile emotional moment. And there's like, um, there's like, you know, human, uh, like deep human reasons why we're, we're doing this to you know, protect our image and uh, in the tribe and, you know, where we are and, and our reputation and stuff. But um, it's actually way more effective. You should just focus on the solution and uh, focus on uh, the problems and, and instead of saying, like, you did this, and you said you were, and it's funny, like, when, when I write out my notes, like, I'm writing it, and, like, you said you were going to do this. I did my part. You said you were going to do that. You didn't do this. And if you, ha if you said that on the phone, it, they'd be like, well, fuck you, because they feel like they're getting attacked. But instead, it's like, okay, well, well, and instead, you can say it like this, like, okay, well, what, um, you know, what we, what we had originally, originally planned was to, to do X, Y, and Z, and you know the reason for that, just just so you know, we both have clarity. Was so that you know it's a long-term investment for you. Like we're building a long-term asset for you, um, and you know not some some get rich quick. Um, so that's why you can understand why X, Y, Z, and like you know framing it in their their benefit, framing the as a solution, um, and uh, instead of saying like you said you were gonna fucking do this, like. So, so so totally I, I guess the takeaway in terms of the topic of this call is um, instead of going into a conflict over 
minute details, or in this case, less minute details, you know, important uh, agreements. Uh, there's different ways of resolving how you deal with clients and employees, because you can apply this to employees as well, right? And the method is, uh, how would you summarize the method? So in terms of like a, a hack for your business, what is the summary? Like there's a three, three sentence summary for the method. So to lower stress, uh, lower resistance, increase cooperation, long-term with clients and decrease uh, refunds from clients. What is, what is the method? Um, your webcam is gone. Your webcam is gone. Yeah, I got to plug it, plugging in my phone. Yeah, I had to move for a second. Um, so three sentences. Okay. Yeah, it's just um, always talk on the phone for sensitive communications where there's the chance that someone can misinterpret you via text. Okay. Um, and when when in all when doing all communications. Um, Just go for the solution and frame in their benefit, whatever you do. And you can have your own like agenda and, and incentive to do and because of why you're on the phone with them or why you're talking to them. But um, just in any human communication, it should be um, if you want to persuade and influence um, and have lower stress and just be happier and, and not let um, other, other people's negative shit bother you. Um, do those things. Okay. Mm. All right. So let's see. What else can we discuss here? I guess. Oh like, yeah. And uh, what? yeah. And and the last thing is that to like we said to um um to not um to not not make like the wrong decisions um by. Um, if something's important and you see that you kind of like have an, like an angry feeling in your belly, you kind of just postpone it for 24 hours, um, like sleep in between you make that decision. Um, make notes and like write the angry letter, but um, use it to read off of and, and don't send that email because you'll, you'll, it just won't. It's just not the right way to, to handle it. Okay. So, so in terms of other lifestyle hacks, for entrepreneurs, so I guess I mentioned the whole assistant in the morning thing, right? That was only one thing that I mentioned. Uh, mm -hmm. Some other stuff is, well, lots of us are traveling, I guess. I've noticed people are like trying to save like $10 on an airplane ticket, and then the airplane leaves at 6 a.m., so they waste a whole day of having no sleep just <laughs> to save $10. Like, well, this ticket was cheaper. Like, what are you talking about? There's multiple factors. It's not about cheaper only. It's about maintaining yeah. your lifestyle and making sure you're not a yeah. zombie for three days to save that ten fucking dollars. Don't be a fucking loser. And it takes several weeks for people to understand this. It's like, well, I, well yeah. uh, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Book the tickets. <laughs> that is more expensive. And it doesn't have to be first class or anything like that. We're just talking about basic shit like wake up at, uh, you know, or like in the morning, have breakfast. Uh, everything is pre-packed, go to the taxi, drive to the airport, you've spent $50 extra, including taxi, instead of taking a, uh, a bus, so you don't get robbed, you don't get killed, you don't have to wake up at 4 yeah. or 3 or 1 a.m. to get to an airplane, 
and you're relaxed and you're going to get work done at the end of the evening. You're going to make more money than that whole fucking trip combined. So if people don't get this, they're like Me? trying to yeah. like in this save Here. money mindset instead of the make Here's fucking the solution. money mindset. What? Yeah. Here's the quick solution. Um, it's a very simple like pivot point in your brain um, when you like it's just either scarcity or abundance, right? I know that sounds like fucking airy fairy and bullshit, but like if that if you're operating off of that state of like oh I need to save instead of trying to fucking figure out how to make make more money, you'll just make the wrong decisions. So what I do is I'm looking at it, uh, any decision that I'm making in like three categories or like the what the impact is on the three categories. Um, you can call it like um, mental stress slash spirit, uh, which is the first, which is like most important, which is like peace, like mind, peace of mind. Second is time, and third is money. So, like, it, it's in that order because like, it doesn't matter how much time money you have if you're fucking, if you're like in mental prison, right? Um, and it doesn't matter how much time you have. If you have, uh, wait, it doesn't matter how much money you have if you have no time. So that's kind of how I look at everything. I always look on the, um, obviously the ROI in terms of money, but but more importantly the ROTI. Make sure I'm not doing like stupid shit that actually is going to take you know return on time invested. I like that. So you know, like a non-standard project is going to take you know, like like yeah. like you've probably talked to the audience before, eight times as long for you know if it's for twice the money, twice the amount of money. That you're usually doing a project for it makes no fucking sense, but most people don't realize that because they're coming from a scarcity kind of mindset of oh man, oh, like someone's gonna I'm not gonna me. get it's this amazing. lead. Yeah, I'm not gonna get this lead later. So uh, yeah, I mean, and then it comes back like I love connecting like uh, like maybe some mindsets and stuff like that back to like hard business and like having enough leads, like doing enough fucking work. You don't need to work 17 hours a day and have enough fucking leads. <laughs> in your goddamn pipeline. And I say that goddamn pipeline because you know, like, I'm just, sometimes, sometimes we talk to people who they fall off the wagon, so to speak, and they're not getting enough leads because they're not fucking putting enough work. But that comes from the scarcity mindset. So it's like, it's fucking shitty, never-ending cycle. So I suggest take a, switch the mindset and switch to fucking the business hustle. And usually they happen at the same time. And then it's a positive loop. <laughs> okay so but, um but yeah that's what i'm doing so let's see what else is there uh life hacks to make entrepreneurs more productive and spend less time on business i mean i, I already talked about the million times following my google calendar so i'm not going to talk about it again but i follow my google calendar i pre-schedule everything what else <laughs> um yeah like time at the gym one or two hours a day it always pays off I come up with like three, four good ideas. Anytime I go to the gym, three, four good ideas instantly. Yeah. Richard Branson himself said uh, that the most important thing he can do for his business is uh, go to the gym. So Really? Richard Branson said going to the gym? Yeah. So that's got to say something. That's interesting. Yeah. And that's gym. That's kind of the health kind of stuff. Uh, what else is there? Hmm. I guess I guess we can talk to the people who are a little bit like let's say you're already making four to six thousand dollars a month or more of course. I've seen people like doing this weird shit. They make money already in their business, and they still try to like save a few dollars on grocery shopping or something. Like that. 
oh, well, I know you could have groceries delivered, but the price is 10% more because it's delivered. And then the, I'm like, what? You don't want to save two hours every four days going grocery shopping? You want to save 10%? What's wrong with you? Your business should be making so much money that you could just pay someone $15 an hour to go grocery shopping for you, bring everything home, and just tell them, buy the most expensive groceries, uh, at least in Europe. Europe and Europe groceries are really cheap. United States, maybe like mid-range stuff, <laughs> you know? So if you just tell them, just buy yeah. mid-range stuff, like don't go like super elite organic grass fat, just go one level below that, then you're not going to spend that much money on food, to mm. be honest. You're going to be still be like $1,000 a month on food. And for an entrepreneur, uh, if you're making four to seven, whatever, $1,000 per month, it's fine. It's better, like it's better to spend a little bit more money on stuff like that, and not worry about am I eating healthy or whatever. Just tell them here's what I'm gonna eat, figure it out, and just eat that. You don't have to go out eat hamburgers at McDonald's. I mean, honestly, if you eat decent food, and then you go to McDonald's and you eat a hamburger, it tastes like shit. I don't want to eat. It. I ate hamburger from McDonald's yeah. six, seven sure. months ago. I ate one hamburger from McDonald's. It tasted like crap. I haven't been to McDonald's since. It was disgusting. Because I, I I had like just my organic eggs in the, eggs in the morning, like this nice yellow yolk or whatever it's called in English. And yeah. uh, like a nice green smoothie, like a nice salad with like five different vegetables in it. It tastes so much better than McDonald's. It's just unbelievable. Why would you eat fast food? It doesn't make any sense. Like a kebab. I'm like, what, what, what is this shit? It's disgusting. And, and it's good that no... it makes it harder <laughs> for me to eat crap than to eat good food. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, there's no immediate return in that in the eyes of that person that that sees that it, it's um, it's hard to see it um, sometimes I think. Um, so it's like it's like they're not sure how to scale. Again, I think it comes down to like um, the business processes that they're not sure of that they're not sure of that will work. So. Um, because maybe they're they're locked into something where they're spending a lot of time. Um, and they don't know how to make a team or something to to make it to get past that like a kind of like a, a ceiling. So they're like, hmm, let me just hold on to this sort of like as a hedging their bets a bit. Hmm. I don't understand. But in what terms of the hamburger, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you don't you don't you don't know what I mean? No, I I didn't get that. I'm saying like perhaps their their thinking is that they're not sure how to really scale like 5x in their current business model and the current way that their business is structured and the way their leads are are coming in because if you're making 4 to 7k you don't have a sales team um, but if you have one sales guy you can't just only 2x your business cuz he's not going to really be incentivized depending on his commission structure so in order to 5x that it's it's a huge leap I think um, in terms of thinking and skills to go from four to seven to, to 20, 30 K a month because you need to have a whole range of new skills and mm -hmm. uh, not just like freelancing if that's, if that's what they're doing. Um, in terms of lead gen, having lists made, um, actually hiring people and actually creating systems so that they're efficient. Um, okay. So let's see. Is there any other hacks that we could talk about, or shall we close this off here, or you know, end 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 the 
the recording here. <laughs> I think we got a, got a lot of good ones that I wanted to mention on the hamburger thing. One day in uh, in college, I did a two day water fast where I only drank water, Whoa. and um, at at the end of it, uh, iceberg <laughs> lettuce. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, iceberg lettuce actually tastes has a taste. Uh, our, of course, our, um, of course, it has a taste. Of course, the, the things on our tongue like regenerate when you give it like time to, and uh, yeah, I mean it doesn't seem like it does now, but. <laughs> No, I, I, like, I, remember, oh my I, I remember eating iceberg lettuce when I was little. I was just like eating like fucking half a fucking kilo of that <laughs> shit. No problem. Tastes amazing. It prickles your tongue. Yeah. It's a great taste, actually. It's not it's not chocolate, you know? It's not like chocolate almonds and honey, you know, it's it's not that. It's different taste. Yeah. It's just a different taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um Yeah, um other life hacks. Um I think we covered a lot. It's a lot of information here that people can use. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. I guess everyone's interested in health these days. Uh, anyone I talk to in our kind of, let's say, general age range here, they're like all about fitness right now. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.